Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> oh, hello, fuckers. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the anti slut shaming podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. Thanks for and, joining us. Hey, you like fucking? Because I like fucking. Uh, your sex life is about to get more intimate with skin condoms. Skin condoms are made to feel are made from a revolutionary polyiosprene material called Skin Feel. It's softer and more comfortable than traditional latex while allowing for better heat transfer so both you and your partner get a natural feel full of sensitivity for a more connected sexual experience. Skin condoms com- are completely safe for anyone with a latex allergy and skin condoms are just as safe as latex condoms and they offer the same level of protection against pregnancy and STIs. And now... You can use code 15SKYN, S-K-Y-N, feel, for 15% off the Skin Selection 24-pack on Amazon. And I'm currently staring at a glass jar of skin condoms that I keep on my table for people who come over and want them because they are the fucking best. Come see us live. Please. Guys, we're going to be in a lot of cities uh, in this coming new year, 2018, including Sacramento, San Francisco, Denver, Ottawa, Buffalo, San Diego, Philadelphia, Portland, St. Louis, Charlotte. Um, you just go to sorryaboutlastnightcomedy.com slash tours with an S and you get all the tickets. Uh, some of these cities don't have tickets uh, links up yet, but we will soon. So promise. And if you are in New York City on Friday, December 22nd at 11.15 p.m., it's the last Nacho Bitches of 2017. It's going to be a fun one at New York Comedy Club as usual. Tickets are just $12 with code NACHO. And then Seattle, Washington, uh, I'll be co-headlining New Year's Eve, two shows at Parlor Live with another great comedian named Steve Byrne. Tickets are $15, $60. Obviously, it's New Year's Eve, so uh, prices are more expensive than normal. But it'll be fun. We'll drink champagne. And again, um, I some of you guys invited me to she some needs parties, friends, guys. And that was very nice of you. Oh, and really? I appreciate it. Are you gonna go? Um, well, I mean, there some of them were like I had to go somewhere else. So basically, like oh. if you want to come to the club and hang out with me, <laughs> yeah. Like you have to pay for a ticket because otherwise I look like a jackass. But you know, I'll make it worth your while. Oh. It makes it seem like I'm gonna do Suck something you sexual. Dick. I'm not. Suck the dick. But Last we can time like, I said that. have a fun time. Like I, my, I am Corinne Fisher, party animal. I know I seem like I'm like old and shit, but I like party harder than probably anyone you know. It's true. Just, I mean, just not when I'm fucking working on tour. That's also true. Yeah. Irresponsible fun friend. Yeah. Uh, New York City, Friday, January 19th in uh, Wendy Starling and I, not Blair Soggy. That's you. January, yeah, I put oh, the wrong date on the I just want to make sure. No, I know. Because uh, I was like, that's not right. Friday, January 19th. That is going to be the first glamapus of the new year come hang zinc bar 82 west third street it's gonna be the best night of your life <laughs> and you know it's also the best night of your life wait what the night that you put a purchase on thirdlove.com oh good segue wait. guys you always want to look your best around the holidays with so many parties and reunions <sighs> who has time uh, to go to the department store not me so when you finally pick out the right party outfit Don't let it be ruined by an ill-fitting bra, you pancake-tittied whore. (laughs) 
this I added that to the copy. Yeah, that's Grid's edition, but also I, I felt it too. <laughs> this holiday season, give yourself the gift of third love. You don't want to go out looking like trash. Uh, third love uses thousands of real women's measurements. I think that's a nice way of saying fat um, and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that are super comfortable. That is what real means today. And <laughs> say it, dove. And make God. you, which is fine, but I just wish they wouldn't mince just, words. Yeah. Uh, I, hear word. I, I hear you. I hear you. That are comfortable. That makes me think of pie. Okay. That are super <laughs> comfortable and make you look and feel great. Third Love offers bras in size AA uh, through G, as well their, as their exclusive half cup, half cup sizes. <laughs> I mean, that's just like if you want to feel special, but you're not, I guess you can be like, I'm an A and a half. Um, <laughs> what size are you? A um, or a B? I might be a B now, but that's uh, no, no, no. not that it matters. Thanks, Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> with over 15 styles, including strapless and plunge, there's a bra for every holiday party look. And if you're not sure about your size, you can chat with a fit specialist or take their fit finder quiz, which I did take. That was very helpful as you shop from the comfort of your own home. Because Third Love knows it's the season to spread cheer. They're offering you 15% off your first purchase so you can feel and look your best this holiday season. Go to thirdlove.com slash GWF now to upgrade your holiday style with a perfect fitting Third Love bra. Get 15% off your purchase. Again, that's thirdlove.com slash GWF for 15% off. Are you high? Third Love. <laughs> Store your Taco Bell in your <laughs> pancake titted Taco Bells in a goddamn bra, you messy whore. Because sometimes the double decker taco goes to your tits. <laughs> well, I wish. In that, wouldn't that be nice if that's the way the world works? I mean, it does. I mean, my boobs get much bigger when I gain weight. I love their love bras. I really do. Oh my God. We have a new sponsor and I'm so fucking excited because they had sent us. Okay. They'd sent us the thing. We always want to try shit out before we read an ad because, uh, we love free things. Well, <laughs> yeah, to be honest, we do, but also we you care. Know, we do care about ourselves and you. And I, if we try something that I don't like, I'm like, I feel like a fucking asshole advertising it. I can't do it. <laughs> We do. We say that. Like, what if Mercedes? I'm defending it too much. What if really Mercedes do. Benz wanted to be like, be like, well, you know well, what? You need that, to send me one. That product has not been on the market long enough. <laughs> I need to give it for a take it for a test spin. Hey, well, tip: if you host a podcast and you do ads, you'd be like, well, let me try. But it really is a, a, an ethical, moral way to uh, be true to your listeners. Anyway, <laughs> the new fucking sponsor that I'm really genuinely excited about. This is like consent. We're talking about it so much, you know, we're not giving it. I know. <laughs> We're getting it. Fab Fit Fun. That's how they probably say it in their office. Uh, Fab Fit Fun is a box of amazing <laughs> shit. Good sell. Shut I, up. I thought, you really? were, I thought you were just stop at box. <laughs> and you just get it and you're like, do I build a tent out of it or what do I do? And you're like, I don't know, bitch, figure it out. Fab Fit Fun, it's whatever you want it to be. Fab fit or fun and or all the things. Uh, it basically has really cool shit in it mm. that I would never have thought to buy for myself. One of the things that I fucking love and I actually gave it to my best friend because she was having a tough oh, I day. Have it right, I have it with uh, me. Don't rub it in. I really like it. Oh, I mean, I'm so, glad she has it. So Melissa. warm. I know it's a poncho mm. and it's the softest fucking material I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. And uh, and they, there was a, a face mask in there of a brand that I, I should probably look into things. They were really like nice luxury products of brands that I 
never would have bought myself. I did look at the products. Um, I did too. I and I gave them a thumbs up. I have some of the hand lotion in oh, here right now. Yo, the hand lotion is dope. Okay, this is a treasure trove of shit, like of good shit uh, that you didn't know you need. Also, and hot it's, deal. I know because it doesn't. I'm <laughs> it I'm not like one. I know it really does. We're really genuine. <laughs> I don't. I stop like buying things so I don't want to clutter up my apartment anymore because right. I realize it's big. But every single thing that came in that box is for as many services that we've advertised that are like boxed product, like a product with a bunch of shit in it, a box with a bunch of shit in it. This one, I loved genuinely every single thing that they gave me. And I'm now like a fan of the brand. Right. Um, and it's really cool. Uh, the poncho is one of my favorite things. And it means a lot because I got to give it to my best friend when she was having a bad day. And she she told me, she's like, Tina, that poncho makes me feel better. And wow. I was like, it is. It's really, magic in that box. It is a, it, yeah, it's really nice. Uh, also hot Hanukkah tip. Uh, if you don't like something in the box, great heartfelt gift uh, <laughs> to stick in a little bag with some tissue paper when you're running out your door and you realize you should have brought something. <laughs> That's actually a good tip. Right? Uh, so I got, we got, Corinne and I got our FabFitFun boxes and we fucking love them. If you haven't signed up, I gar- I recommend this for yourself, but I also think it's an amazing holiday gift for somebody. It's very unique and it's not like, here's a gift card, you do it. Like you're not giving somebody an errand. It's very thoughtful. So um, it's not too late to sign up. Just go. You got to use our promo code. Our promo code for fucking everything is GWF. And you can get 10 bucks off your first box. Oh, fuck. I wish I read this before I actually signed up for it because that's how much I liked it. But I need the goddamn promo code. Damn it. Also, I'm sure they would have given it to you for free. Yeah, but I didn't have time to find it. I just got it. I really <laughs> liked it. Honestly, I really liked it. Uh, use promo code GWF for $10 off the editor's box. That is a $39.99 uh, that's 40 bucks basically for over $200 value. Uh, cause the th- shit that's in the box are way more expensive than what you pay for yeah. it, which I don't know how they do that, but they do it. Yeah. Uh, so go Something to- fell off the truck <laughs> <I know. laughs> and fab fit phone was there to pick it off the road. <laughs> no, uh, no, but the, you go to fabfitfun.com to subscribe. So try FabFitFun today. It's very hard to say it multiple times in a row. Without- FabFitFun. No, I know when I first heard it, I was like, FabFitFun fucking fun, but that's not how you say it. So go to fabfitfun.com to subscribe. Uh, Start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code GWF to get $10 off your first box. That's products valued at $200 for only $39.99. Again, go to fabfitfun.com. Use our code GWF. You get 10 bucks off your first FabFitFun box. It's seriously it's it's fucking worth it. I mean, you should you definitely get at least one, even if you have to steal. Get one for me. Steal your parents' credit card. Oh, my um, God. I mean, don't. We aren't, the girls and guys, we fucked. They're not condemning that. I just feel like I got to say that. Another edition of let's try to lose our sponsor as fast as possible. No, but it really No, like it really them. is good. Because I really, I, I got full disclosure. Like everything in that box. I wanted to open the box. I wanted to hate it and I and didn't. hate it so badly. Same feedback as Soul Cycle. I wanted yeah. to be like, I was fuck shocked. These basic bitches. And then I was like, oh, this mug is cute as fuck. <laughs> this poncho makes me feel like a new woman. <laughs> it really is true. I, I didn't know I needed to God. exfoliate my eyelids, but now I will. <laughs> You ever realize you're the person that you didn't think you were? Every but day. It, and then it's like, yeah, maybe the person I didn't think I was ain't that bad after all. Fab fit fun. I Wear mean, a poncho that makes you feel good. Put on a pair of Uggs and own it. All uh, right. Well, I won't go that far, but okay. Well, mostly because they're made of uh, baby lambs and stuff. But uh, Well, I was just saying because they look stupid, but they whatever. Do, but they're so comfy. <laughs> no. Okay. You can't do that. Just bring that joke back about Uggs. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Fucking a fat guy's like... 
Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, it's like just a 10 minute long ad read. Here we are again. <laughs> uh, guys, this is called personal stuff. And we want to let you know. In the this new year, personal. on Friday, January 12th, guys, all seriousness, uh, Christine and I are filming a version of our live show for internal use only. It won't be seen anywhere, but it would really mean a lot to us. A if, lot. To have genuine guys we fucked, dare I say, authentic. <gasps> Ooh. That's an inside joke only Christine yeah. and I get uh, for uh, guys we fucked fans uh, there in the crowd. So if you're going to be in New York City that evening, probably or starting around five o'clock mm-hmm. and you want to be there and you're going to be excited to be there. And even if we have to like stop and then like make a fart joke again, you're going to laugh just as hard. We would truly, truly love and appreciate so much to have you there. So all you need to do is send us a photo and some info on yourself, mainly your age and like confirming that you're in uh, the NYC area. And you're going to email that information ready to Adam Lloyd work. But Lloyd has one L. So it's <gasps> A-D-A-M-L-O-Y-D. W-O-R-K at gmail.com. And this is a very important thing to us. And we would really love for, again, just like real guys we fucked fans of all ages. All ages are welcome. If you're a 42-year-old man and you want to come... Do not feel like you are not welcome. No, you are more welcome. I mean, you know, everyone's more welcome, but (laughs) good. You saved saved yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You're very welcome. Diverse groups of uh, genders, ethnicities, sexual orientation, orientation, everything. We want to see everyone there. um, And it'll be a really special once in a lifetime. It it truly will. We hope event. (laughs) Yeah, you'll get to hang out with us for a couple hours. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Adam Lloyd work uh, gmail.com to send all that shit and we really appreciate it. We'll have a fun Thank time. you for making this podcast what it is today. Uh, and we love you. And I uh, just was trying to see, oh. see how long I <laughs> how long I could let that moment go. Uh, yeah. And on that note, should and I tell my go daughter Doug Jones? <laughs> oh yeah, what? Uh, and on that note, should I tell my daughters that their dad raped me? Oh, well, oh, uh, switching hi. gears. Hi, Tina. Welcome to dinner. Um, I want to open by thanking you both for being such beautiful, open people. I've loved listening to your podcast. It's honest and relatable. Your October 19th episode, How Many More Sisters, really stuck with me. Farrah Brooks' story was so much like my own that I had to listen to it over and over. And I just want a personal note. We got a lot of responses like that, particularly for that episode. Uh, it made me want to open up to my family and finally explained to some of them why I had decided to divorce my husband. She explained the situation much better than I could. My relationship with my ex-husband started in seventh grade. I ended up getting pregnant before junior year because we were dumb and didn't use a condom. After I had my daughter, I had told him I wasn't going to be having sex anymore. My mom had put me on depot, uh, but after gaining all kinds of weight birth control. and my decision not to have sex, I told her I didn't want to continue getting the shots. We ended up having sex three more times. I remember saying no over and over again. I remember sitting and crying and yelling at him after each time saying, I didn't want to do it. I told you already to leave me alone. I don't know how I did not associate this with rape. I guess I was in denial. I ended up getting pregnant that third slash last time. Uh, when I told my parents I was pregnant, they told me that the next day I was either getting married or moving out. They gave us the money and we went to the courthouse on December 1st, 2009, mm-hmm. five months after we graduated high school. He moved in and everything was fine. Only consensual sex. We had our second daughter and eventually moved out on our own. 
After a while, my husband started telling me I had to get a job. I was going to school full-time and we weren't exactly struggling financially, but I eventually agreed and got a full-time job in March of 2013. That year, I received my associate's degree and started working towards my bachelor's. That's when it started up again. Our oldest daughter was starting preschool. He went to work really early, so I had to get the girls ready on my own and take them to my parents' house before going to school for my 8 a.m. class. After my full day of school, I would grab something to eat and go straight to work. I was commuting to work and school, so by the time I got home from work, it would sometimes be midnight. I would unwind, do whatever homework I could, and go to bed. By the time I crawled into bed, he would already be asleep. I would be woken up in my sleep with him either touching me or completely on top of me. I would say no and push him away. Sometimes I would try to hurt him. Sometimes it would work and sometimes I would just give in so that maybe I could go back to sleep faster. Again, I would cry after every time. I had long conversations with him explaining that I felt like I was being raped and could he please, please just leave me alone and let me sleep. I take my sleep very seriously, especially during that time. He would apologize, but then start questioning me. What? Why didn't I want to have sex as soon as I came home from work? Well, mostly because I was exhausted and just wanted to try and relax and get some homework done. I started sleeping either in the living room or in my daughter's room just to be sure he left me alone. Eventually, even the living room wasn't safe and I slept almost every night with my daughters. Every once in a while, we would talk it out. I would go back to sleeping in our bed. He would let me sleep for a few days and I started believing it wouldn't happen again, but I was wrong. My anger and hatred toward the whole situation bled into the marriage. We would fight every day. I knew it was unhealthy for my girls to be around. I told him I wanted to separate for a while and I would move back in with my parents. He brought up divorce and he ended up leaving to his parents' house. After a while, I let him move back in, but I was emotionally done. I told him this. I ended up sleeping with a coworker and didn't come home one night. That next week, I moved back with my parents and he moved back with his. The divorce was finally realized this March. My daughters are smart and I've been doing my best to raise them to be honest, speak their minds, and to not only know the good in this world, but to know the evil too. I'm trying to make them the most well-rounded people I can. I talk to them about almost everything. My oldest is nine and is very mature for her age. We've talked about sexual assault many times. I would like some advice on when or if it will ever be a good idea to tell her about my experience. She's already talking about her friends and their boyfriends. I have no intention of being in another relationship, so I told her she can't have a boyfriend until I have one. I don't believe she will be having a relationship anytime soon, let alone start having sex, but I don't want to wait too long or be one of those clueless moms. Should I never tell them about it? I don't want them to have bad bad feelings towards their dad. I don't know what to do. Thank you for any help you can give me. And I apologize for this being so long. Stop apologizing. It's okay. Uh, And sincerely, you know, a person. Person. I don't know. We were talking Mm -hmm. about this, what the, what the professional opinion of this would be, but my immediate reaction is uh, you don't, don't tell them that your dad, your, their father raped them raped you at least right now uh well especially yeah, yeah. if one the ki- some of the kids are a product of that if if i got that news i would and then i would kind of look at myself as a product of rape i i would my world might be flipped upside down and and that's I, i'm curious what how often mm-hmm. your daughters see their father mm-hmm. and I don't know if you could separate a guy who rapes his wife from a good dad. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I can't make a generalization because I don't have the answer to that. 
Maybe some people, maybe not. I, I don't know. Um, I think it's possible, but not I'd, probable just because yeah. someone who's especially a daughter, a dad to daughters. I mean, if you don't respect women, even if you're like nice to your daughters, like my the first thing I remember my dad teaching me actually talked to my brother, but it was in front of me was like whenever my brother, my older brother would even push me and it wasn't he was never violent towards me but he it, it was almost like this overprotectiveness but if he would ever put his hands on me my dad would mm-hmm. freak the fuck out like mm-hmm. and and I would always yell and push him and he didn't give a shit but you know that that's a whole different story but uh I I don't think telling them I think making them aware that sexual assault happens and if you if you are touched in a way and you don't want to be touched mm-hmm. here's what you do and, and it seems like you've talked to them about that yeah. Does she say how old they are? Uh, well, the oldest is is nine. So okay, so that's pretty young. Nine and I mean, under. not too young to learn about sexual assault because no, it. I think that's happens. great. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a it's a great age for that. Yeah. So I mean, I have a couple of pieces of feedback. I, number one, I totally agree with you. Especially at this young age, you don't even have to think about talking about this. I mean, the the scarring that them knowing like you have to just th- sit and make a list. What are the benefits and and what and what are the uh what's what are the not benefits? I can't think of the opposite the, word. The cons. Pros um, and cons. Yeah. And there, I can't, I mean, except for honesty and kind of knowing who your dad really is. I mean, there's really no pros. Like, yeah. And I don't know if I'd want that pro. Yeah. I, unless I, I don't know if I grow, if she grows up and she's like, my dad's a feminist hero. My dad's a yeah. I mean, uh, the I odds of that happening, yeah. pretty slim. Well, I also, I, and I don't think that, I mean, you know, most of our dads hopefully aren't rapists, but also. So true. Most of, most kids, you don't really know who your parents really are until you're an adult because you hold them on a pedestal. And I think that's an, an important part of being a kid yeah. is having a hero or a role model to look up up to. And so as long as you're very, very sure that he's not doing anything inappropriate with them. And I certainly don't want to like ensue that he's a, a, a or imply that he's a, a, a pedophile or, or would do anything to a child. Or if she would treat a woman like that in front of your, your daughters. Right. I just want to, I just want to, you know, as long as you have full clarity and you know him, obviously we do not know him. Um, and you've been through the most serious things with him. Um, that's what I would say. Uh, I would say once they're an an adult and by an adult, I mean, have graduated college or or past the age that they would go to college at. If that's something that you still feel that you would like to tell, I think then it's okay. But I mean, this is so far. I will. And and it's it's, I'm really like it's really nice of you to even uh, consider them having thinking good thoughts about their dads, because I think a lot of people don't think about about the relationship between the spouse that they hate or don't like anymore or treated with anymore did that to them (laughs) you still have to remember you know that is that that's the only dad your kids have forever whoever he is yeah yeah and uh it it, one thing it made me think of was and this is separate because i wasn't learning anything didn't make me mad but learning that my mom was sexually assaulted when Mm -hmm. she was fucking 11 Mm -hmm. but what how why i wish i would have known that earlier is one i wish someone would have had a conversation with me about sexual assault at a young age only because i think every child should have a an age appropriate conversation from their parents about sexual assault at all times just because it happens so goddamn much uh right so you arm arm them with the tools and that's a huge preventative measure that i really think helps and works um but she, my mom reacted, my mom, I, in my eyes, she fucking abandoned me when she asked me about, are you a virgin or not? She left the restaurant we were at. Uh, and 
And, uh, and I was so confused and angry and I internalized it. And mm-hmm. I said, well, my, it must be me that I did something wrong. I never would in a million years. Cause she was the hero thing, but done. She wouldn't have done this to hurt me. Clearly. I had no idea that she was not handling that appropriately. And then by the time I told her about guys, we fucked is when she said, Oh, I was sexually right. assaulted. And that's why I was so scared for you. Right. But it doesn't Parents seem like project just like everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's a human thing. So <clears throat> I think be aware of, of, of your relationship with your daughters when it comes to that and just make sure you're not doing it and just be self-aware. I think self-awareness is the key to not doing that. Yeah, and 100% because I'm- oh, fuck a bitch up. Uh, piggybacking off what you said, I definitely wanted to point out that there was one sentence in the here boyfriend that, one. that upset me. It says, mm-hmm. I have no intention of being in, in another relationship and so that, that seems kind of final to me, which is totally understandable on your part. So I told her she can't have a boyfriend until I have one. I think that's an that's, that's very unfair. An unrealistic expectation and she's gonna, she's gonna grow up to be a little bitter about that. I cannot imagine Could someone be not being damaging bitter. too. Yeah, you know, just yeah, yeah. because you know, just because you had this you know terrible, terrible experience doesn't mean that she can't go on and have a, a super healthy experience uh, with a great man or a great woman or a great whoever she chooses. Obviously, she's fucking nine, yeah. So we don't have to worry it's about be this a bit. for a good amount of time. But I think just keep that in mind. Um, and also, I mean, you see, you're obviously busy. You're raising kids. You're doing all this stuff. But I think if you have not taken the time out to take care of yourself and go to therapy. Yeah. I think it will not only help you to feel better about yourself, but it'll help you to be a, be- a better mother. Um, and to balance all that shit. And to kind of organize your thoughts. It was a really difficult thing that you went through. Really happy to hear that you're out of it. But you still need to do that that self-healing to kind of come back to one, especially because this ha- was happening from such a young age. Yeah. And just, I can't even imagine. I mean, I would recommend that someone who got pregnant in the seventh grade go to therapy anyway, just because you were, you were made to be an adult so much earlier than you really should have had to be. And that was unfair to you. Um, so now kind of take that uh, time retroactively and, and and be uh, fair to yourself yeah. now. Yeah, chop away those layers. Uh, I couldn't imagine being uh, raped and then that's how I got pregnant. And then my parents going, well, get married or get the fuck out of my house because they didn't know what the situation was. And there wasn't a communication about that from your end, which is un- it's understandable. And then ah, that's just a lot. That's a lot to deal with. You've been through a lot. Um, be kind to yourself and and yeah, yeah. therapies the shit. And then, uh, and also like you know we mentioned you know making you know, giving your daughter the opportunity to have a healthier relationship one day in the semi near future. I mean, I think you should also give yourself that gift. And that's something you can certainly yeah. discuss with a therapist. I mean, I can totally understand kind of like not wanting to be a relationship, not wanting to be around that, wanting to concentrate on raising um, your kids. But uh, I mean, if you, if you, if, you, if chance, you close that door permanently, you're not, you're doing a disservice to yourself. Right. It doesn't mean you have to be out in the prowl. Yeah. Just live your life and then be open to something if it happens when, when you feel comfortable with that. Yes, absolutely. All right. Our guest, ladies and gentlemen, we have such, we had such a good conversation. We've known him for a real long time. We're so excited to have him on. He's our friend. He's a stand-up comedian. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ian Fidas. Many times I passed the church and wish that I
here with Ian, a fadance. Fadance. Fidance. 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 Fidance, baby. Yeah, what it is. What's up? I don't know why I'm saying that. How you doing? I'm so excited to interview you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm doing great. I feel good. You feel good? <laughs> I feel great. I know Corinne knows a lot more about you than I know about you because you guys yes. are closer. Um, where do you want to start? Uh, oh, well, I mean, you have like multiple lives and you're, yeah. you're living. So it's like you had this secret life that is the true you, which mm-hmm. I have no idea about. And, and you were living, you were living, you know, kind of the way... I don't know. A lot of people, a lot of like gay people live that way. Uh, our, we talked to Mateo Lane. He's, mm-hmm. he seemed to be living that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like you were- a cat baby right on nine lives. Oh, okay. So the, what life, <laughs> what life are we on? Uh, Two, three yeah. right now? Well, I mean, I should be Eight dead like five times over. So. You were, I mean, let's start. When did things get, get real, get really bad? Like, we, I want to shit get real because there's so, yeah, there's so much crazy shit. I think we should just start from Man. the, from the first emergence of the crazy, which was what the addiction is that wow. first. Oh my God. I'm so excited to get to know um, you better. Ian. Yeah. I mean, thank I, God I was holding you? this weight for years. I need to put it on somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> the world. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm slumped over because I've had the weight of the world on my shoulders. Oh, well, it's a tough job. Tough job. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was just because you were trying to hold in a fart. Yeah. Well, you didn't want to get up because it's like that's already a distended belly. Um, I uh, I don't know. I I mean, I don't know where to begin. You know, I wanted the like the first. What are you you addicted to? The first bad thing you did, which I was the first bad thing I did. Guessing some kind of or or bad in quotes, you know. When when did your life start to really unravel? That's where I want to start. Oh Jesus, right. Corinne! Fucking you Terry, said, Terry Gross for the new age. You, start, <laughs> you said start at the good stuff. I don't need to know about your sweet life in Delaware. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I, I don't know. I always. First time you used intravenous drugs. From an, early, from an early age, I knew I always knew I was different. Uh, <laughs> Good no, I, start. I never used intravenous drugs, but I did get a couple oh. of meat injections. You know what I mean? Come on, guys. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I thankfully, I, I was never an intravenous drug user. I feel like, you know, you didn't so shoot them up, you that. snorted it. Right, yeah. And, and you <laughs> Is know, that for, better or for, worse? Well, you know, with heroin, you you snort it for a while and it's less addictive. But the second you start banging it, you're in trouble. Banging it you means intravenous? I mean? Right, oh, right. Okay. So you and, snorted um, hair. You snorted heroin? No, no, oh, no. Okay. I, I never. Uh, it was the one that got away. You know? <laughs> oh, was, sorry. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, dude, I'm telling you, I was saying I earlier, great. I have a million angels. I tried so many times to get heroin, and every time something got in the way. Like, like something really random. Dude, I was, years ago, I was with my coke dealer. I was like, hey, man, can... And, and also, like, I never judge anyone that does anything. I'm so glad I lived the life that I live because it's really helped me knock out my ego and my judgments and yeah. everything. And uh, I was with my coke dealer in the car. I was like, hey, man, can you get me heroin? And he looked at me and goes, heroin? Really, Ian? Heroin? <laughs> oh. Coke dealers judging you yeah, for wanting to I'm a to coke heroin. dealer, not a monster. Okay, oh, that's a moment of reflection. <laughs> wow, I know, I know. If and then he's like, dealers... "Can you now pay me for this vial of cocaine?" I was like, wow. "Absolutely, Joey." Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm really fortunate, you know. And for a while, I've been sober for a while now. And um, how long? Um, it'll be three years in April. Okay. But I've been, you know, trying since like 2008. You know, and, uh, well, it's a journey. Oh right? yeah, three baby, years is a, a good amount of time, though. Well, I I feel good, you know, and I can say that today because it's it's always this thing of like 
you know, the second you go to the gym and someone's like, hey, you, you look pretty good. It's like, don't got to go to the gym anymore. Right. <laughs> you know and I mean? also like I, I was doing I have this meditation app that was talking about it. One is like a meditation on addictions. And one of the things that she had said, because I really want to quit smoking was like, mm-hmm. you need to just conf- be comfortable confronting the feelings you have without right. masking them. I'm like, didn't think about it. Like right. That. Oh, right. Shit. Well, you know, I for so long, you know. I would get sober time, then I'd fuck up and, you know, mm-hmm. I'd really just so much self-hatred and anger and, yeah. and everything. And, um, you know, for a long time, I, I couldn't emote. And then I found alcohol and that let me feel, you know. Oh, interesting. And, um, you know, I today I'm, I'm grateful for everything that's that's happened before. I used to be like, why am I like this? Why is this? Why is that? I wish I didn't this. And it does me no use to to live in the past because it's just going to taint my future, you know, and I try to stay present. And I'm so grateful for those things that happened because it, it made me who I am. And I can yeah. appreciate that today rather than living in this like self-inflicted hatred of of the, the meaningless mistakes I made yeah. in the past. Being you know, too hard on yourself is the oh, most for sure. detrimental thing for sure. and, and the fact that I'm alive is like I was gonna say wild, yeah. man. Really? I did oh, not yeah. realize how I close to a, death you've been. Oh my God. With I was heroin a, I was no no well, no not, you never got no, it. No, no, never did heroin. But you know, I I I was a, a bad fucking alcoholic, you know, uh, drug addict and uh what were you co- addicted to cocaine Coke? and Percocets are just so delicious. You know, oh, yeah, just, a lot of people like mm, those Percocets. So delicious. Yeah, you know, yeah. and uh it's just, you know, I I uh I really left a, a blaze of fire behind me and I'm so glad I've I've been able to put those out and what happened for you to go, yeah, I should stop. I mean, it's so funny because there was like this period where when I was drinking, I was like, this is the best and everyone around me was like this is the worst oh. <laughs> like i was like the last the one, one to find fun. out i was an alcoholic like everyone around me was having these secret meetings right. and i was like hey guys we're having fun like no man you're a liability yeah yeah we <laughs> don't want to be near you because yeah, yeah. you're so intense sober right and so i mean i kind of i've like how long ago did we, you were pretty like sober when i first started being friends with you right well remember yeah. we went to that gig in jersey uh, yeah, I mean, we, we you, you and I have been on a couple road trips right. when I remember, like, since your last, last girlfriend, right. uh, and I, and in my head, I just kept rem- like thinking like, how is he dating like a non-comic, like a normal person? Like, right. I truly couldn't wrap my head around it. Well, it was like long distance. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just as she wasn't around to yeah, right, most right. of your behavior. She wasn't oh physically god. near me. So. And I'll, t- I'll tell you one time, oh my god, I, I went on the road and I, I relapsed like super fucking hard and, uh. With alcohol? Yeah. And like, once you start, you can't stop. And the thing is, if you have clean time, when you start again, you're like, okay, I can pick up where I left off. And that's like not, that's why so many people die of overdoses because they think that they can just handle it. Yeah. And then they, you know, your body's really cleared those toxins out of you. And then you just start where you left off and you're in trouble, Mm. you know? And every time I would drink again, it was like the worst thing from last time would happen like immediately uh, again. You uh, know what I mean? Like meaning something that you would do I mean, or like a physical I, I thing was, in your body. I was so this was years ago. I was sober for like four months, right? And I was like, all right, man, you can handle it. You know, go just drink, get a pint of vodka and a six pack of beer. You'll Holy be fine. Shit, that's a lot. So <laughs> so and like before that, I was like window shopping. I would just go to liquor stores and like look in the window, you know, at like Aww. Christmas time and be like, I'd love to buy that. <laughs> you know, I wish I could buy that, me some that gin. Natty light looks wonderful. You know? <laughs> but and would that give you like uh you know some sort of inner satisfaction no because the relapse doesn't happen with the first drink you know what i mean it happens beforehand with the whole kind of making excuses for why you should be able to do it yes and so uh i was like four months over first night i'm getting fucking drunk by myself and i'm like you know what dude you gotta go out and 
public. And then you won't be an alcoholic if you're uh. by yourself, you know. So I fucking go out. I black out. I come out of a blackout. I'm parked in the middle of a four-lane highway. My right foot's on the brake. My left foot's out the window. It's in front of a police station. A cop's at my window. And I asked him how he got inside my apartment. <laughs> oh, my God. Fun times with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I was, I was locked up, and I'm like, throw me in jail. I deserve it. I ruined my sobriety. They're like, dude, just get someone to pick you up, man. We don't want to deal with you. I'm Wait, like puking. That's dude, my, my lawyer, he, he wrote me this thing, all the evidence against me. At the end, he goes, as the saying goes, your history. Oh. I'll see you in court. I was like, oh, thanks. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, so I got to be grateful. That's not who I am today. And, and hey, as to your you point. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Well, I don't even know. My How foot was on the brake. I mean, yeah, how, that's, oh my God. That's, that's, cr- I mean, you really are. I, I, I can't believe Bunch you're I'm a fucking miracle, baby. I can't believe you're here. Had that happened a lot with you drunk driving? Shit like that would happen all the fucking wow. time. Did you ever hurt anybody else? No, no, that I would get in fights amazing. a lot. You know, I was oh, very really? angry taking out these, these bottled up emotions, you know, and then I'd wake up in these crazy places. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I'd wake up surrounded by garbage, broken bottles around me because I couldn't open the bottle. So I just <gasps> smash them and drink oh, them. Oh my God. The stories Sanity. you told me were very Edgar Allan Poe, like waking up drunk in a ditch. Wow. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm I'm curious because I know people that are totally different night and day when right. sober and drunk. And a lot of people who are just fucking mean and right. will yell at you for things you didn't do. And the first time I ever met somebody like that, it was very confusing because I was right. like, did I do something? Because I'm such a with my mom and being bipolar. I was like, right. it must have been me. And that's yeah. why I have emotional issues. But I've always wondered if it's the alcohol making them an irate person or if you really do have inner. Well, they call it Jekyll and Hyde, you know? Yeah, yeah. But the the scary thing is, you know, when you quit drinking and you're like, oh, God, I was just uh, shithead because of the booze. And then after a while, you're still you shithead. You're uh, like, that's the scariest thing in the world. Because uh, then it's like, oh, it's me. And then you got to work on that. You yeah. know what I mean? Did and you realize, tough. did you have that realization? Well, yeah. I mean, it, you know, the, the alcohol gave me a way to like feel that I never could before, you know, because all these things happened when I was younger and, and, and I just never dealt with it. Man, I was going to say it was like, happened? yeah, like what, like what, like, sure. you, you have the pent up anger. So what do you, where do you think the anger is from? Well, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I, you know, and also I get a credit with being in therapy for, for yeah, a while I consistently. It's, it's helped me out so much and just, you know, being fully honest with myself and who I am, you know, like that's the, like the, the biggest gift yeah, you can I mean, give yourself. All, all I want to be in life is a great stand up, And I feel like the, the goal in standup is to be as truthful and honest as you can on stage. And in order to do that, you have to be truthful and honest in your personal life. Yeah, and I wasn't with yourself. honest with who I was. And I was stagnating in my standup because I was like, where, where am I going with this? You know? And then yeah. all of a sudden when I started pulling these things out, my, my standup got better because I was being, who I really, who I was put on the cert to be, yeah. you know? And um, a lot of the stuff, to your point, what you said earlier, Corinne, a lot of the stuff was masking the fact that, you know, I, from the earliest age in the world, I fucking felt like a little gay boy, mm-hmm. you know? What, yeah. And what do you mean by that? Like, he likes sticks. Yeah, but, okay. But I like <laughs> pussy too. I'm, right. a, peop- I'm a people. So pleaser, you're hot. Baby, you know? <laughs> so you're greedy. Right. Yeah. Well, that I. You know. It's. No, um. Oh, we're gonna get blogs about that. No, I wish. Ah, I wish. I've tried to be <laughs> by. I. I no, I've tried to be by because I'm like, oh, because I, I get right. the, I get why for me as a woman, why being with another woman, like that just sounds great. Right. And it, I don't not, I don't mind it. 
I just don't like, I right. mean, and I, I, I've asked my boyfriend, I'm like, are you sure you're not like a little bi? Right, right. And he's like, right. no, I'm really sure. I'm yeah. like, really though? You sure? Yeah, I try yeah. to like push him to be bisexual and he's not. Mm-hmm. I know. The closest bisexual I can get is just like enjoying a woman brushing my hair. That's Hilarious. about the closest. Ooh. You just so come what? when you're at the salon. Uh, <laughs> I do love it. Please that. wash my hair. I love getting my makeup done and stuff. It just right. feels very nice. Yeah, yeah. They but, should have massage parlors that aren't massages. They're just like nail scratches. Yeah. You know? Oh my God. Great. So many people I know would want to do that. Oh my yeah. God. 20 and bucks for 20 minutes. How easy would that be for the person to do yes. it? I mean, everyone would be happy. And then they jerk you off at the end. It's perfect. <laughs> I mean, I, would, I, I think my boyfriend was talking about it. He's like, I should do a massage parlor where I like either eat all eat girls out at the end of finger them. I'm like that sounds awesome I would yeah, go to yeah, that yeah right when did you what happened for you to realize that you were bisexual I I don't know I the the option of being bi was like no fucking way you're a fucking gay dude and everyone oh. fucking hates you oh, and you're you went evil. right to that well yeah I was, I, was, I was raised like Catholic oh. you know and, and my dad died when I was younger so the idea that this God hero of mine that was raising me on earth is now gone and everyone's telling me that he's watching me all the time and oh, I have these God. feelings and oh, I'm doing wow. these things. Oh my God. It's like this fucking dude that loved me on earth is upstairs Judging so disappointed in me telling fucking Jimi Hendrix and goddamn Picasso and everything. Look at my little fag son. You know, that's like what I thought. I mean, wow. that was a real leap. Yeah, that is a well, real leap. I don't know if your dad really. would be friends with those people. But well, right. I was going to say, I was like, you think I, I was like, he really was a hero to you that you think <laughs> uh, you need. He was to, a cool dude, man. I'm telling wait, you, you need to visit number one, the Long Island medium. I feel like I'm going to try to set oh, up an appointment with right. you. I think that would be very helpful. Well, my my dad was so loving and kind and sensitive. And I, I could never fully accept that because oh. I grew up very Catholic. I wanted to be a priest when I was younger. You wanted to be a priest? I read the Bible. My parents would take away my picture Bible when I misbehaved. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? Like, yeah, Shit. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. And I got all these messages and I had family that uh, that would, would be like, uh, we'd be at the beach and we'd see fucking, you know, we went to, uh, we'd, we'd see like, I'd just be on the beach and they'd be like, look at that over there. And it'd be like two men kissing. I'd be like, uh-huh. Oh. And they're like, isn't that gross? And I'd be like, That's uh, I, I was going to ask you what your early, you yeah, what I mean? were so your it's early. Like, these like conflicting feelings, you know? And, and was and, your dad uh, part of that conversation? No, no, he was, he was gone. He never, no, but, but he, did he ever, did you ever hear your dad say that about no, homosexuality? Never. When, when I was little, I would ask him if I could kiss my friend and be like, yeah, sure. And Aww. then, you know, I played with like Barbies when I was younger and they were totally okay with it. You know, yeah, like yeah. my dad would dress up like a woman for Halloween and my mom would dress up like a man and so your we were family like, sounded very they were so great but then my extended family who oh. i i spent time with where my mom was like you need more of a structure you know i'd be around certain people and it was just like these you know i i had an aunt and uncle Hard who told Catholic. me don't the neighbor's gay don't go in their lawn you'll catch it and i'm like oh my whoa God. I, and, and, I, and a part of me is like i want to camp on their lawn <laughs> <You know? laughs> is that a problem but also too at the same time i was wildly attractive to women, I would go to the the movie store, and in the fitness section, I would just like rub my little boy penis, looking Aww. at like Jane Fonda videos. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just all these confusing feelings. I didn't that know that is got to be such a mindfuck because you can't give yourself the label exactly. of gay because you like both. Oh, You're I heard on the radio bi. about AIDS, and I cried myself to sleep because me and a friend used to touch each other's dicks, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna die of AIDS in second grade. <laughs> and I swear to God, man, me and um, uh, what was I gonna say? It it was just like. 
you know, these, these weird mixed messages. And I like, I, I don't know. It was just crazy. You know? Well, it is yeah. interesting. Cause you do, you hear about women being bisexual. I feel like a lot. And the conversation with bisexual men, we kind of just lump them into like, we're like, they're gay. Yeah. And that's so not true. But, but also too, when I was younger, I'll tell you this. I, I remember me and uh, another kid started fooling around. Right. And then like, Accidentally, I found the Spice Channel at my grandparents' house. Hello, right? I like bingo. Hit, I like hit nine nine by accident. I was like, "What's that?" They're like, "The Bad Channel." Don't ever watch the Bad Channel. And I was like, Noted. "All right." Next morning, Bad Channel time. Yeah, you know? but you have to order the Spice Channel. No, no, no. It was it was it, if you have fuzzy. extensive pay, it was cable. like fuzzy. Oh, so you could see so you could like see a boob every it. once in a while. I was gonna oh say I was like, "My hundred percent." No, you have to order. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So the next day, Tried I woke it. up and I like found masturbation, and then my dad died like two weeks later, <gasps> and I was like. Oh, and you thought it was because? Oh, my dad died as a punishment for no. me doing these things. No wonder you did. Oh, God I'm fucking damn. You for years, That's... I used to masturbate and pray for forgiveness while I'm. Have you ever prayed for forgiveness while you're coming? It's no. fucking horrible. <laughs> but you just named the episode. I was gonna say, and that the title of your episode. So congratulations! Yeah, you're wow. Glad to be here. What a mind fuck. When did you finally realize that that wasn't true? And when you found that out, were you angry? Well, I mean, I had so much anger. Or is it true? And, we and don't I'll tell really, you, we don't really know, guys. Yeah, who knows, right? We can only surmise. I know. Every day I jerk off. The devil's like, <laughs> one step closer. Just take the risk. Yeah, 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 yeah. See you soon, Satan. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It was, it was very much. Uh, it was, it was wild, man. And also, too, like, you're a little kid. If I noticed when I got it, I, I remember coming home from the. Uh, from the fucking funeral home, I'm scream crying in the car. And my uncle was like, shut the fuck up. I'm turning this car off. If you don't stop just like I'm crying. Mad. Yeah. Cause your fucking dad. Died. I mean, well, wow. I mean, dude, people don't know how to deal with stuff. No one knows how to deal with emotion. No one knows how to deal people with certain are, things. Yeah. But I think it's like a f- funeral or a week. Like, I, I mean, I think there has to just be a rule that we all have to agree on that. Basically, as long as you're not physically harming yourself right. or others, you're allowed to grieve in whatever way you right. feel like grieving. Well, I yeah. Mean, so I got these messages, you know, and and also too when you're a kid and you see when you get upset adults get upset you're like all right well because now get upset. your emotions affect other yeah, people so then want, you live you to please other people exactly you know mm-hmm. a lot and of so anxiety like, over that yeah. well that's why one of my number one pet peeves and and women do it more than men is like a lot of times on serious interviews if they start to cry they apologize for crying and oh it i do that all fucking the time is, it, it infuriates me right because why are you apologizing well because you feel that you're I, making I, the other person feel in theory i know why you're apologizing right. but it's just like just, just do whatever my, have to, my you have. My therapist was trying to work on me with apologizing less because I was consistently. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And so by the end of the session, we counted like eight apologies. Wow. <laughs> in the session. Yeah, it was so I was like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry for being. Oh, sorry. I used to fucking bump into furniture and say sorry to the couch. Oh, That's yeah. when you know you need to fucking take a step back oh, and really sure. analyze <laughs> why you're doing what you're doing. For sure. So yeah. when did you? When were you able to? When were you, have you kept that to yourself being bisexual for how long? Uh, until last year. (laughs) Whoa. That's a lot of stress, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. I mean, matter of fact, last year when, when I finally was like being vocal about it with, with other people, and this has been in therapy for a while. And, and what I used to do is I used to see a therapist and the second I would intimate them just a little bit about like, you know, I went to this gay bar or something. 
I would never go back to therapy. I'd be like, okay, I'm done. And I'd wow. like drop that therapist. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Because you were embarrassed? Or, oh, yeah. 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 I didn't want to go into scared. it. I was embarrassed. But did any therapist ever said any, say anything to you when you dropped that that made you feel like they wouldn't understand or would be no. judgmental and again, of you? And again, I, I can't stress enough. A yeah. lot of this was completely self-imposed. Yeah, yeah. I, I've surrounded myself with loving, kind people my entire life. And also, too, as a defense mechanism, you know, I lost my dad. I never wanted to do anything to make people leave me again. So I'll mm. be what you want me to be. I'll 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 keep this to me so that you won't leave me. And then I have the chance to leave you. So First. I'm in control of that. Oh my God, I think that. you just nailed my issues. Wow, you know? that's a really, yeah. I never heard it put that way. Yeah. That's so huh. common though. I mean, there's been so For many sure. times when people, I mean, you know, definitely Frank oh, I'm not, I'm left not me so that I, you know he, I, mean? I couldn't leave him. Yeah. And it's like, and I just, I spent so long trying to think about the logic behind that. Right. Did well, you we, know that we, though, Corinne? Like, did you, or did you figure that out? I didn't know fact? that at the time. Well, I know we, it we now. We all have these self-imposed defense mechanisms to protect ourselves, And so then true. when you involve someone else, you feel that, you know, I'm sure you felt, what did I do? What did I do? But it's like, sure. no, if, if your if your side of the street is clean, then really it's up to the other person to get right with themselves. To get yeah. a rake and, and clean up yeah, those leaves. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that's right. And then get a bag yeah, and bag them. Mm-hmm. So wait, how how long were you, how old were you when your father passed passed away exactly? Eight. Eight. Okay, eight. eight. So I'll tell you, last year when mm-hmm. when I, I started to be honest about this stuff, I had a mental breakdown because I uh, never I I thought I was going to take this to the grave. I thought this stuff really. Oh but yeah. Why? And and I was so afraid because it's safer? I I would go to trans bars, I would go to gay bars, and Is there trans they, bars. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> and the night go. pulse happened. Oh. I freaked out because I was like, God forbid I'm in a fucking gay bar or something and I get killed. I mean, and I used to have so many fears. Outed. Dude, people would fucking yell. I'm on the street, you know, with a guy in private and like, it's, you know, it's fucking scary. It's still happening. People today, would yell you know? stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard people, yeah. And, uh, like, you they know, would just, yell, like, faggot at you oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they would be like, hey, isn't that Ian Faggot? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, which one do you mean? Hey, yeah, Ian, right? man, how's yeah. it going? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you are, you this are. This guy's bothering me. <laughs> you are you so specific. recognizable. Oh, I got recognized on the street today. It was yeah, hilarious. You're very recognizable. Yeah, but, um, I used to think that people didn't yell that anymore. And then I was at a bar. I think, Corinne, I think you were there. I was with Duff. And then. Yeah, people yell faggot at a gay bar. Or outside smoking a cigarette. I'm like, get the but, fuck out of here. Really, it's it's just a reflection of them and their uncomfortable. Of course, yeah. You know? it's, and, and also, and, gay people need to get more violent. Right. Well, I've done my part. Punch back, you know? gays. <laughs> yeah. But God forbid, you know, I'm in this place. Nobody knows about this part of my life. I die, and then people are like, "What?" Right. You know. I and, mean, it um, would be it would be uh, you know a very interesting like killer killer blast bit i, I guess yeah, yeah, true yeah, yeah. Yeah, jokes on you i'm fucking gay <laughs> and when you i die with a dick in my mouth everyone's like he was funny till the end <laughs> really committing to those bits yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, now when you came out came out i don't right. know if it felt like that be, right. did you start talking about on stage to your friends and did well, anybody give you shit for it or be weird no i mean dude it elevated my relationship with my mom to a level I never thought would exist. Really? Because she always knew something was wrong. She always, really? she could never put her finger on it. Yeah. And she always, you know, and, and I think a part of it is I, I drank so hard because I couldn't get right with my past and because I was hiding this thing and because yeah. I felt like this is never going to come out, you know? And then I had this mental breakdown because I truly never thought I could be happy. I truly never thought that I could really be 
myself. And yeah. then when I was, I was like, this can't be real. This has got to right, be Right, because the world you were envisioning was a world with which you kept that to yourself. Sure. And, and that's and the And everyone in my life mm. that that I spoke with, including my my ex-girlfriend, my friends at the time, my my therapist, everyone was so loving and understanding. And it was almost like everyone had always had their hand out for me to grab on. It was just my choice not to grab hold. Yeah. And I finally grabbed hold and everyone just pulled me into this loving embrace. And I, I could not believe I felt so good. Oh my God. That's yeah. beautiful, Ian. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I love my life. Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't be happier. And and I, you know, talk about this stuff on stage. It's so fun. Oh my God. I was talking about, you know, being with trans women and fucking real hippy dippy Bushwick Brooklyn everyone fucking hated it Jesus Christ hated it uh, well yeah because you know I'm, I I have different opinions on things you know it's, okay. it's not all rainbows like, and well, because people who have zero experience with trans people but are but uh, consider themselves to be progressive have this ideal way in their head completely. that you should talk about trans culture I find completely. it too I'm not as fluent in trans uh, in trans culture as I am in like I would say gay culture oh I've put in the work but, but it's like yeah you have <laughs> but it's, like for, it's so annoying because it's just like I've spent uh, uh, the greater part of my life hanging out with gay people right. and like the things that you think you have to tiptoe around I'm like you don't fucking know any gay people what and, are you and that just about? exposes their it's ignorance so because annoying. it's always like there needs to be more diversity and it's like okay cool do you have a uh, diverse group of friends no no not for me for yeah, you it's right. like, very infuriating all. so it's it's been so interesting because I'm I'm working on it. I've gotten to the point where it's like really working well with with people that you wouldn't think it is you know but you know, a lot of people come up to me afterwards and uh, they're like, I have been secretly like wanting to be with this trans chick and now I'm going to and thank wow. you. And I'm like, well, you know, I did bomb, but at least I helped. At least, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had uh, men emails before uh, a, a couple of times that I can recall about being nervous about wanting to to hook up with a trans chick or have they know a trans uh, right. sex worker and they want to hire them, but they feel weird. Does that right. make them gay? Does that make them blah, blah, blah. And so how, what, how can you speak to, to that well, experience? I've, and also is it, it's not fetish, fetishizing, right? I don't think, or, I don't is. know. I, I have no I mean, idea. I, I got a lot of wild opinions. It's funny. Cause guys will come up to me after the show and be like, Hey bro, can I talk to you? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I sucked my friend's dick when I was younger. If you tell anyone, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude. Cool, I don't fucking for... care. Fucking yeah. hell yeah. So that's Suck like your a, friend's kids, dick. Kids being sexually exploitative. Like I made my friend who was a girl when I was like five touch my butt because I was like, I right. don't know. But I mean, that doesn't mean it's anything. It's normal. And and we got it. I think they should teach gay sex and fucking sex ed. They you know what really I mean? should. Well, they, they should, should teach like, sex and sex ed. There are different types of sex, and especially so that you can be having it safely if you choose to have it. Yeah. I mean, that's really important. For but sure. also, back to the fetishizing thing. I, I was thinking about that, too. But I think for what I use is kind of the discerning factor, whether it's a fetish or not, is like, uh, okay, you can be into trans people, but if you would not openly date a trans trans person then to me that right. seems like a fetish well there's they call mm. them tranny chasers right and uh i oh, re oh uh, really I've, I've dated a couple trans girls and um it's uh it's like this weird thing when when you were willing to be in public with them that like is so uh deeply like meaningful to them but then people don't treat like, them like humans yeah, and probably, but guess what yeah. guess what everyone's fucking different i tried to hold this trans girl's hand in public and she was like don't and hold my hand and like <laughs> why yeah yeah well she was new and transitioning and she was like this like six two dominican she kept calling me little man and <laughs> she kept like calling me a midget and i was like fuck you i love it <laughs> <laughs> when did you realize that you were uh 
sexually attracted to to trans women specifically I, or dude, trans men I'll, or I'll no? I'll tell you, I have no idea how it got in my head, but I was in like fucking second grade and me and this Ooh, kid whoa. used to touch each other's dicks underneath uh-huh. the bathroom stall, right? Cute. And uh, <laughs> one day I just drew a picture of a woman with boobs and a penis and I put it on his desk and he fucking told people. Oh. And, and I and then it recessed. He touched my dick in front of people, and I oh. punched him in the face. Yeah. And then he didn't come back to school the next year. <laughs> oh. You punched Whoa. him right out of the school yeah. district. Well, dude, me, me and this kid, we had like this thing from like twelve until like twenty four. Oh wow! And it was like multiple times a year, but it was never kissing, never intimate. And we would in grade school, we'd get in fist fights in front of other people to be like, "Yeah, I hate him." And then we'd like go and like, kind of like, each suck, other it, suck each other's dicks on like. <laughs> school trips and stuff well, i mean that's that's, that's a tv series yeah i know yeah I know. well now wow. like he's he's like married and has like a kid and he's like into god and i'm like oh you know. no i hate i hate when you see the I person know. turning to god because they you know they want to forget about a truthful yeah, part of their life that they deem wrong he's hiding himself you're doing it the right way because yeah. i think right. so often people like I look down like I don't know there's something about people either like admire stand-up comedians or like look down on us like like we're like we're living some kind of juvenile Peter Pan sort of lifestyle and I and I don't think I don't think being a comedian is childlike at all I think it's super adult in that you're confronting issues head on what's more adult than that but but also (laughs) another aspect of it it's the most blue collar fucking thing you can get involved in it is such hard fucking work it's at the end of the day yeah fucking clowns <laughs> you know what i mean like if anyone like looks at me and they're like intellectual how dare clowns. you say this blah, blah. Yeah, yeah yeah i'm just a glorified clown yeah. i got opinions and i just want to share it with people i want to make you laugh hopefully i'll make you think but if you're looking at me to solve shit go fuck yourself yeah you go, go I mean? visit your therapist yeah 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 and uh i don't know I, I i think we're so fucking lucky to live this life that we live and the fact that we get to reach so many people and make them laugh it is like luck, that- but it's also choice other people could i mean obviously we have to have like that innate talent of being right, funny right. but beyond that right. it's just like we had the guts to do something different and we stuck right. with it in the di- most dire of circumstances oh, yeah and and i mean like laughter and and music is like my lifeblood of what like got me through all this fucking yeah. wild shit. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I'm so grateful for it. And the fact that I get to, I mean, dude, walking around the village doing these spots, I'm like, I'm it's fucking cool. taking the steps fucking Carlin and Pryor and fucking yeah. Jimi Hendrix and Bob Dylan took. Yeah. Like, what a fucking life. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's amazing. And also, I sucked at every other job I ever had. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, That's uh, why you know you gotta do it. I think there's something about like the fate. That's why oh my it was God. actually a disservice to me because I am kind of a functioning human being. I and I gotta not. say, that's... It, it, it held it held me back because I could have started like earlier doing what I what I really should have been doing the right. whole time had I not been good at doing like kind Management. of boring everyday jobs. Oh God, I've worked so many different jobs and mm-hmm. fucking yeah. sucked at them all. So, um, so back to you dating yeah. trans women. This is all like, have you? How, what was the longest relationship you've ever had? Very, very short. Um, I, you know, everyone's different, and and it's so funny because there's so many different things going on. Like, like one that I was seeing, she, she, um, and and forgive me for my ignorance. I don't know the surgery where they get the testicles removed, but she got like what her it's testicles removed. Okay, and she had phallic surgery where she almost got like her 
foreskin tightened so only the head of her penis could come out a little bit and she loved for that to be called her clit so i would just suck on the clit is like a tiny dick right so it's just like a real fucking long ass clit nice and so you know when you're blowing her she's like yeah suck that clit i'm like okay and then with another girl i she showed me a dick pic and i was like yeah i fucking love that clit she's like what are you talking about Uh, oh yeah uh she's like it's a penis i was like (laughs) you're right miss my dick it's a penis <laughs> and, and yeah, that's 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 got to be interesting to navigate because every person is so unique oh in how far they want to go, what transitioning yeah. means to them. If right. they if they want to do hormones, if they want to do surgery, if well, they don't, how they want to be identified I'll and get, referred to. You know, I'll get trans prostitutes and I'll get them for like the half hour, and then we end up hanging out for like two. Aww. And I just like love hearing people's stories and like getting. I actually want to start a podcast where I interview trans prostitutes called X Guys We Fucked. But, uh, <laughs> I don't that's think that funny. would fly. But, as um, long as they're okay with yeah, it, I yeah, think yeah. that's funny. But um, I don't know. I, I just love, like, the sex is is great. Um, I, I just like the simplicity of it, you know? Um, is that sarcastic or no? That's, no, 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 I really Oh, because do. it doesn't seem to be a simple, just because you have to, what's the conversation like? Because we've been having this conversation with other comics about to know what you got going on down there. Is that a conversation you have or is that just what like, do you mean? meaning what if they've gotten surgery, if, if they haven't gotten surgery. Vagina. Oh no. And look, it, what do they refer to be, call, it to when, be called their parts to be called? When, when do I, you know that? When I ride trans am airlines, there's gotta be luggage. You know what I mean? There's gotta, <laughs> what does that mean? I, I, it means that it, it means that when he's with a trans person, there has to be a penis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was oh, just a, just it was just a really Joke. Fuck off! That's a good joke, you I motherfucker. Liked, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. And I liked it. So then, uh, when you're fans, with, call in. Was so then, how do you know? Then how can you? That's got to be tricky because to decide. How do you ad, know if they have a penis or not? Because they yes. say it in the ad. Oh, they say it in the because ad. Because he's talking. Because Ian's talking about sex workers, where they're going to put more on the table. Because their safety is at risk if they. Because I feel like a lot of trans women, especially trans women of color, right. are fucking getting murdered all the time and as hate crimes, and it's like. Well, have you ever dated a trans person uh, not like in the in a more regular dating world as opposed to like hiring a sex worker? Yeah. Like on Tinder? Well, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm asking. Ago, I know the answer to this. But I'm leading course, you into things that I want to talk about publicly because <laughs> well, I can't just be like, "Remember, we had the t- that talk right, at the diner." Right, right. Tivoli. <laughs> she is the Terry Gross of our age. Years, I know. I can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Terry, Terry Gross conversation topic. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Uh, I'm the best. Um, so I dated this one a, a while back, but it was it was very short, very brief. I met her in my neighborhood, walking my dog, and I could tell, you know, a little. And mm-hmm. I went back and like talked to her. I was just drinking at the time too. So you were her, drinking at the time you said? Right. Okay. So give her my number. And um, she calls me that night. Let's hang out. I'm like, all right. So I meet up with her. She's like, you know, I'm not like other girls. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I'm a transsexual. And I was like, yeah, I'm into it. Let's fucking yeah. rock and roll, you know? So we would hang out and everything. And um, in the morning she was leaving and she was like, well, I guess we're going to, she was English. She was like, well, I guess we're going to play the game hide the tranny now. And Aww. I was like, I, I mean, no, but you know, I do have to 
go to work. You're right. <laughs> you know? It's so, just a normal. Right. But like she was very, uh, she did not really want anything to do with her penis. And um, she was very into taking things slow, which I'm I'm down with. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. It's all right. Do you yeah. feel like she felt disconnected from her penis? She did. Yeah. Okay. But we connected because she had been trying to be sober for a while. And so was I. Okay. And oh, then cool. we were like both relapsing and everything. And then. Always um, good to relapse together. Relapse together. Yeah, 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 together. Yeah, 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 just two pals ruining yeah. their lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it, and then like I would just like get fucking whacked out and call her at 4 a.m. and be like, I gotta eat your ass. Come on over. You know? And I was and just was like, like a mess. It's just kind of like, oh, yeah. Cheerio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but she's English, sorry, so it England. made it sound so much better. Right. Yeah. Are you going to eat my bum bum? Yeah. Like, delicious. Terrible um, things do sound so much better in a British accent. You're like, I'm barely doing anything bad Oh, right yeah. Now. You call college an American and it's like, university. oh, yeah, you just fucking do drugs and suck and fuck. And then they're like, we go to university. It's like, wow, you're a researcher. Yeah. <laughs> it's legit lit. But um, yeah, so so that, that didn't like last long. And then I've seen her since and she's like sober now, which is like great. But um, uh, I don't know, years, years and years ago, the, the first like trans woman I was ever with, we kind of would see each other. And I was very ignorant in my understanding of things. I was very insecure in my own life. And mm-hmm. um, it was a lot of like, oh God, it's just so sad. It was it was a lot of like, uh, do you think my dad's proud of me? Like I was like Aww. so scared of that. And she, you know, wanted to like meet my family and go back to home Aww. and everything. And I was like, no, that's not happening. You know right. Because I mean? you were terrified. Right. And- right. But but also I've noticed this in, in dating different women and everyone is is totally different. But I feel like with with a lot of trans women, when you are into them, they are so into you because they found someone that's like accepting, loving. And they're like, I need you all the time. I need you to do very yeah. like needy. And it's like, all right, back off, you know, and then <laughs> others are very, um, you know, just like, well, they they're living this idea of what they think a woman is. So it's like, yeah. you know, very like everything's like I'm going to get my titties done and I'm going to do this. And it's very like superficial and surface. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, a lot, yeah, a lot of women live that way. I spent like, so much time women thinking that about cisgender. that. Right. Yeah. With the with the trans with the transition, because I think I think, you know, you can feel however you on the inside. But then when you start to actually physically transition and then get treated, because there's a difference between right. in your heart feeling like a woman, but then going out to the into the world as a woman right. and having people react to you as a woman. Right. That's a whole different thing. And a whole uh, that you have to like, I mean, just think of it like if you were going to go out, like if I was just start being an Asian person tomorrow, I know people hate when you like compare the sex and, and race, but it is like you're I'm going to my whole life as I know it because reacting to who you are presenting as in the world is such a big part of who you are right. and defines and defines in some ways who you are and how you act like right. I can't yeah. imagine to start just being a different person no, but, but I mean out also too, on the outside in, in, in less than the the analogous situation to race I maybe think of it more as like an overweight person that loses all their weight oh you know? yeah well, because- and I mean anyone who has gone through a huge weight loss acts fucking weird Right. My boyfriend being one of them. I mean, right. it it truly because you're not used to that attention to being reacted yes, to. And as you're that. treated totally differently. Yeah, and it's that a, happens it's with a, the trans community. It's a whole so different thing. you have to think, well, there's there's a large swath of this community that has 
mm-hmm. mental dealings with things mm-hmm. that are different than what we're experiencing, right. or better or worse. Right. And being a vocal minority is, you know, almost massively powerful now. Yeah. You know? Like well, there was this issue in New Jersey where students no longer have to give medical proof of being trans. They can just say to the athletic board, hey, I identify as a woman. And then they have to wait until the next season. Then they can play on that team, mm-hmm. which I understand. I think they should just integrate sports. Who gives a fuck? You know, like it'll make it more interesting. But but I mean, like integrated football is going to be like dangerous for a lot of women. <laughs> but it's still it's fucking great to watch. <laughs> I mean, you it's know. dangerous for men. <laughs> you know? Well, football's dumb. Football's so fucking stupid. I mean, you know. let's give the women concussions too. Yeah, let's just yeah. can- let's like, cancel football. I'm down to cancel. I mean, football. I wouldn't I mind. I mean, Jesus, it's fucking so dumb. You know, this like weird latent homosexuality all the fans have. You know, they're like, let me wear an adult man's work uniform. Yeah. <laughs> you you know? know what? I like dumb things too, though. Like I like watching toddlers and tiaras. So, so that's their oh, toddlers and you know, yeah, so it's like fuck out of here. You know, yeah. it's nice to escape. Yeah, we just love watching insane things. people and pedophiles come together to exploit children. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't say I agree with the programming, but the programming's uh, right, right. not gonna that the kid uh, kid beauty pageants are gonna happen whether or not I'm using I'm using them for my personal entertainment. Not if I've got anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> we we I mean everything has something wrong with it. Basically, oh, it's true. Completely, yeah. And we shouldn't know about all this stuff either. Mm-hmm. Our brains were not meant oh, to, to handle this, this much information. Communication and information. Oh, it feels like everyone's yelling at each other. Oh, that's that's mostly the internet, but it's just like too many people's opinions, and I'm like, my brain can only take so much. But I guess maybe it. There is. I I feel more limited than I truly am, and I need to just realize. Right, that. but but also too, if you shut your mouth and have a conversation, I'm always willing to have my mind changed. I'm always willing. Uh, me to too. Get in an argument as long as there's a basis of love and understanding. Yeah, I can be wrong. Which so what? often there is. Not. I know. Most I wish time, people. Could, I'm right. <laughs> well, I wish people could listen better, and I wish people could give feedback in a more constructive way because it does take saying something ignorant to be educated and not that right. it's everyone's job to educate everybody else but if you have it in you would really appreciate it but when you right. do it in a way that's like you fucking idiot that's not the word you're supposed to use right don't fucking come at me like that because then I'm going to shut you off immediately right but well please, when you're online it's all performative too because you want to look like the winner you want to you know the, the likes when, when and you the get bleh. likes and, and comments and everything it's it's a shot of dopamine into your head it's well, the people same thing are, I had when I kept drinking and doing drugs because yeah. I fucking need needed it. I fell off of it. Now everyone's addicted to all this shit, but they're like, no, I'm not. You're, you're, you're an alcoholic. You drink when you wake up. You're a piece of shit. Now let me check my phone. I know. Let me look at my phone every 30 seconds. I'm a normal functioning well, human. Well, it's everybody. Yeah, it's no. the internet, the, especially comment sections and the social media is just a community of people projecting so, or focusing on somebody else's oh, shitheadedness so that they can take attention off of their own, whether it's from themselves or yeah. from other people recognizing it. Oh, it's it. fucking horrible. Like, and and also not? too, I know no, I totally agree. And also, too, it's like, follow me on Instagram at iAnimal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. You post great things, great videos, great Instagram stories. Yeah, right. As I'm like shitting on it all, I'm like, I kind of need it. Dude. No, no. Well, I, comics are, I feel like comics, yeah, it's, oh, a it's a tool. such a fucking double-edged sword. I hate it. I know. Because you got to promote. I hate Facebook, I but you got to promote. Thinking about deleting it. Can oh, I'm sorry, we got off on a tangent, Corinne. No, I, I mean, I just wasn't going to ask you some more questions about yeah, you, but I you mean, want. we can we can do wh- whatever. I, I also agree that the internet is terrible. Right. My, I mean, every year I'm going to see how much I can I can get off the internet yeah. little by little. I, I made a big step last year, and I'm going to try to make another With one. The comment this year. section. Good I'm going to try to try to slip off without. But yes, I think there is a way to do it where you can still put out some like what you want to put out about yourself and like funny mm. stuff. And I'm like, I don't put out stuff that is not 
authentically me i just right. don't put out everything that i do right but i don't it's not like i put things like i post pictures of myself where i look busted all the time because i'm like i wanted to take a picture at this time like right. my dog was sitting on my face for like not sexual oh, hey. <laughs> my dog was like you the one who emailed us that yeah. thing and then that's like, why we read literally that. sitting on my face i just thought it was so funny even right. though i look like shit and i was like well i have to capture this and right. who, who the fuck cares well a lot of stuff, I wonder, really, what is it for? To deny that you're not doing certain things for performative reasons or attention is totally asinine to me. Oh, like, yeah. like, if today well, humor, I yeah. were to make a post that was like, Dad, it's been 25 years right, since you left me. Right, it's like, really, right. who is that for? Really? Yeah, I would roll my eyes. Exactly. Even though, even though you could be doing it because that's you dealing with it. But I think people no. who deal with things by posting them on the Internet is a little sad. I hate it. It's sad it. and it's weird. And I, and it honestly sometimes makes me angry. Oh yeah. That's why I don't go on Facebook a lot. It right. depends. I mean, I think there are instances where you could put something up if you think other people, it's going to resonate with other people. Or I mean, if you were yeah, to, true, it, not like an open letter to your personal dad might like, might be weird. But if you were po to post something about like loss of a dad to find that sense of community sure. with other people, I think there, yeah. there is some also kind of bringing it up all the time to be like me, me, me. Sunset, oh, well, sad. I know. Like, oh. But yeah. then it is you. It's no, your no, no, social I don't. media. No, no, no. I'm saying other people do that and it infuriates me. But I have a also love hate. Too, My bad. It's it's uh maybe that does help them and it's not for me to hold that anger. Right. Well, that's why like when I see that shit and I get pissed, I'm like, all right, move on. You don't have to comment. You don't have to feel anything. You don't have to think about it beyond just like, and, like keep keep a scrolling. to a homeless person like feel better or some shit. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. every now and again, I do post a question where I really do want the answer from a lot of different types of people and Facebook yeah. just isn't a really easy way to kind of conduct your, it is. conduct your own survey. Right. But anytime right. you end something with like, let's see what you th have to think about like and some topic I think it's like you're mentally ill. <laughs> oh, no, it's usually like I'm just writing a book and I don't feel like writing it from my own uh, mind anymore. So you're going to do the work right, for right, me. Right, I mean, that's right. what I'm doing. Yeah, right it's away. an easy right. way to do a scientific survey <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like yeah, I need yeah, some yeah. kind of a tag for my joke and it's not coming to me. But I know someone will trigger it with yeah. something that they say, right, whether right, it's good right. or bad. And I'm so like, it, it's just like mm, thoughts on this totally random topic that I'm thinking yeah, about, yeah, but I'm yeah. definitely writing a joke. What do you guys think about stoplights? <laughs> Have you ever dated a guy? Uh, no, no, Why I not? haven't, you know, I, I think my emotional attachment to men is weird. <clears throat> I've always had rough, I, I've, I've had my relationships with men. I, I've never been attracted to a friend. The, the second I'm friends with someone, the, the thought of them naked or sexual, wait, a guy totally friend disgusting. or a girlfriend or either guy friend. Okay. Girlfriend. Cause I was like, I know girlfriend is inaccurate. <laughs> Girlfriend's totally inaccurate. Okay. I always fall in love with my girlfriend okay. and I just love that. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I definitely identify more with women in terms of emotion and feelings. And my mom always called me a girl because <laughs> it takes me like five hours to get ready. But when, when I would, when I would like act like a girl when I was younger, my parents would call me Ianetta. Aww. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. I, I, uh, I don't think that I could be intimate with, I've, I've just recently found intimacy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? How? Yeah. Uh, in my last, relationship okay by through, being yourself through, or yeah yeah and and through um you know allowing even still i haven't fully gotten there and i i want to i i would love to but i just don't feel that i could be that way with with men and i i uh i could i i believe as a woman or a trans women but with men i just i don't know and and i wonder if it's because i had this stilted uh connection with the guy that i was with for all those years because it was very show up 
punch uh, each other in the face in the playground, blow each, each other, other right. and then be like, "You're fucking gay, dude." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, that's a that's I, gonna I remember, be a mind fuck. I remember like, oh my god, he he tried to kiss me once, and I was like, "What? What do you? Do? I'm not gay, you know." put your little boy mouth on my little teen penis, <laughs> you know, like that's not gay, you know? And then like later I tried to be intimate with him and it was like totally shut down. I was like, Oh, oh you know, and I just don't know if, if I, if I could, I, I, I just don't think I'm attracted to that. I don't know. But physically I am some, sometimes not all the time, sometimes, right. You know, I just kind of, um, can go in between, tween i guess i don't yeah, know why yeah. you know well, it makes but, se- no it makes sense sometimes men have this like outer shell of and, and it's not genuine to who they are but it's what they were taught how to act right. and it's and it's kind of like well, i can't be vulnerable with you if you can't be vulnerable with yourself right i mean possibly i i could maybe i haven't given myself enough of a chance which is what i feel that i'm trying to do but yeah i was like it seems like you just had this one really bad and uh, like kind of unhealthy experience. and long yeah. relationship with a with a guy who now went off and did something like you don't talk to him at all anymore no right mm. and i and so i mean that's that's a really really it's long time uh and during very formative years right to have that kind of experience yeah. yeah so i mean i think it's like you don't have to be like say yes or no it's just like you know maybe be open to it and, and that's what i'm trying to do and i yeah. feel like i have to do this to get to know myself better and to reach the next stage of my evolution as a human and as a stand-up mm-hmm. you know and um i just have to do this and it it sucks sometimes sometimes it's great i love being kind of like a wild guy and going and doing whatever i want you know but mm-hmm. i mean it, it is a thing of you know, intimacy is something that I do crave, um, but I just feel that I have to find that intimacy within myself first right. before I can give it and experience it with someone else fully. So and I, true. I hid that from myself for so long because of these things. And I'd always be in a relationship with a hot girl, you know, yeah. long distance I would usually do. So then I could like live my life here and then go back home and be like, this is great. You know, yeah. but I, I were mean, you cheating on those girls or were you just kind of living wildly in other ways? Um, I was living wildly in other ways and I've never cheated in a relationship with a girl. It's always been with a guy. Um, but but my last relationship, relationship my last, no, 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 no. He's like only cheated on girls with guys. Oh, I think oh, is what you're saying. My last relationship did not happen, but the ones prior. Yes. Okay. Um, which I'm, I'm in a way ashamed to say, and, and it is regretful, always safe. Never have I ever been unsafe and I get tested every couple months, but, um, you know, I, I'm, not perfect and I have made mistakes. I'm yeah. trying to learn from them and I am trying to be better, you know, in my dealings with that one trans woman from when I was like 21, I've learned from that and I've learned to be more open and kind with my interactions. And I had to be a shithead. That's the only way I can learn. Well, I've always learned learn. from failing, you know? Well, and I, oh, so before you walked in, I was kind of like telling Christina about some things I thought we were going to talk about. And I was, cause I, I, I do always think like, wow, if I was bisexual, it would I feel like it would be harder for me to be monogamous because there's two kinds of genitalia that I like. And I don't, and I, and I think that's where we kind of get the thing that like, you know, that kind of thing, like, Oh, but bi people are greedy, but it's not that, you know, it's like, so if like, I like, like dicks and, Mm -hmm. but my, and my boyfriend has a dick, but even if I get tired of that dick, it's still a dick. But if I also liked vaginas, I would literally be making the decision that I would never have a vagina unless we opened up, you know, the relationship. Do you feel like that it's more difficult because there are like sexual, very like primal needs that you can't? Well, I, 
I found a lot of forgiveness in pornography and masturbation. Okay. Because for a while, I would be so ashamed masturbating to like gay porn. Oh. Like at the last second, I'd have to put a video like a girl when I was coming or else I'd feel like evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I've had to really forgive myself and allow that to happen. And that has helped kind of be okay with that. But Mm. I don't know. It's like being on a diet. I I feel like it's like being on a diet and you just have those cheat days, you know? just I just have these cheat days where I want to cheat with dick. You and know, then you just, just masturbate like, to dicks. Yeah, or, and that or helps. well, now I'll go out and find a dude, and then I'll right, be, you're, you yeah. know, it's like a vampire. You got to feed once every. Well, yeah, but my question is, so like, <laughs> so like, do you foresee yourself ever being in a monogamous relationship though? When you're when you're only going to kind of get to feed on one kind of genitalia, I'm truly perplexed by that. I don't know if I fully believe in monogamy. Right. Yeah. Moving forward. And I, well, yeah, that's because I mean, I, especially like I truly do think that's like one instance where like if you are bisexual, it does seem like it's going to be harder. It is. And but also, too, it comes with the territory. I can't feel I, I have to be honest. That's the thing, too. Yeah. Kind of gets in the way, you know, whoever whomever I'm with, I have to be honest and be like, this is who I am. This is what it is. If you're not on board, I get it. If you are, let's have some fun. And a lot of times it's uh, a lot of gross reactions. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what's the worst reaction? Like what? what? You, have you been dating people since your last no, relationship? No, I am in oh. no, I am in no um, desire to date. I mean, I've been like, I'll like consistently like fuck someone for a couple weeks. Yeah. But no emotion. More of a fuck no, buddy kind of thing. Yeah, never. I do not want to spend any time being emotionally involved with anyone. Right. Because you're getting um, to know yourself too. Yeah. And that's... Yeah. And, um, you know, what kind of reactions have you gotten? Prior. Any any reactions that you've gotten that you're really like, well, it's funny because ah, I'll, react that well, way. in my old relationships, I kind of broach a topic a little bit and be like, oh, like they'd, 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 they'd come to visit and I'd be like, you want to walk over here? It's fun. There are a lot of like trans prostitutes and everything. It's just fun. They're like, ew, that's so gross. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's gross. Ha 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 ha. Oh, gross. And um, I, uh, hmm. you know. I would be so disappointed in their reaction. Oh, completely. Just yeah. even if I didn't, wasn't sexually interested in them, I'm like, just a Okay. Right. Well, it is weird to me because there is cer- certainly still this air of like trans people being treated as some sort of a novelty. And I mean, just mm. as with everything, I mean, like to me, like a, a more of a novelty is like a drag queen, whereas I know lots of right. trans people who are just regular people. Oh, completely. Yeah. So, and, and also, too, like I my the the um, it's funny because I'll be with a chick and. It'll it'll come up and they'll be like, oh, I would never be with a guy that would fuck another guy or whatever. And I'd be like, well, I fucked other guys. And they're like, oh, never mind. Whoa, <laughs> and they're really? like, OK with it. Yeah. And I've like changed oh. your mind or some will wow, be like a quick change of mind. OK, get the fuck out of here. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not in. Really? This, da, da. Yeah, yeah. It really huh. kind of depends on why. which community you're with. See, oh, I, think I see. Yeah. yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, I it always I think to me, my guys are so sexy because you can have the option of like having a trio with two dudes. To me, right. just it's it, it's more than like sexuality stuff. It just says like this is someone who's who's really comfortable in their sexuality. Right. Like if you're if you even even if you're not actually bisexual, but you've experimented, especially as a guy, right. I think it's, it's a really hard thing to say. Yeah, I've experimented, and like my past two serious boyfriends have told me that, and it made me really think like, okay, I'm with someone who's sexually confident, right. which gives me more hope for our relationship yeah. long term. Right. Yeah. yeah, and and I feel like I I am, and um, I really, it, it's just so funny because I felt 
I blocked myself off from all of this for so long. And now that yeah. I've opened up, I just feel so much better. And I feel like I love having these conversations. I've, you know, I have like a friend who is now like thinking she might be into women. So, you know, we go oh, to cool. a lesbian yeah. bar together so I can be like her safety net, you know? Right, right. And uh, I don't know, yeah, it's, that- it's, it's really, uh, it's neat. And, and also too, <laughs> yeah, I think the more experiences you have, it makes you more well-rounded, whether you're well-traveled or well, fucked. It just makes yeah, you yeah, kind of, yeah. you know. How, um, what would you say to people who are interested in experimenting? I guess by curious would be the bright term of how they feel. And they, but they don't want to make the person feel like you're my experiment. Or is that bad? Cause like the one time that I be honest. made, uh, like an okay Cupid profile specifically for girls, right. I, I wasn't, I didn't know how to, I told them like, I've never done this before. I'm just interested. I don't know, but I still kind of left the experience feeling like, Cause she she was a lesbian and she kept like reaching out to me and calling me right. and and I and I and I sometimes in my head, they I was wanted like, that's too much and what like, I wanted Ugh. right but I was like right. that's not I I I was very honest with her about I I don't know what I'm doing this just right. seems really interesting to me and fun to me and I think it's something I might like but I thought that that meant. This ain't gonna be serious. Yeah, I think right. well, but that's still different. on her. Yeah, that's still on yeah. her. Just because you're a lesbian doesn't mean that you're like more in tune with your emotions. For <laughs> right, sure, no, right, right. not at all, not at all. Yeah. I, th- I think you just have to be honest, or just find a time machine, go back into grade school, and repress it for years. <laughs> yeah, that's the ticket. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. So we need to wrap up. But I have my final question for you is: What's up with the rings? Where does your obsession with rings stem from? You always have Ian, the Johnny Depp finance rings, yeah. and I'm fascinated by them. Well, I'll tell you, it's funny. I used to wear rings, and then I stopped. My my dad wore rings too. Okay, oh. and uh, so it's a know, familiar he was, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, every sense of like style and shit, I just like wear my dad's clothes. Oh, <laughs> you know? I love your style. And, uh, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, this is his vest. You oh, know? cool. Um, yeah. So I really like it's all of this has helped me to. To, you know, I don't know. He was such a rad dude, and and I try to be a rad and righteous dude myself because I've always wanted people to meet him, mm-hmm. and they never could. So I feel like they can meet him through me. You know, that's Aww. very beautiful. And what was his wow. occupation? You poetic uh, as fuck. Thank you. That's why I wear the ring, so you know. Yeah, it is. Does <laughs> uh, he was a train inspector for CSX? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, he he was just such a rad dude, man. And I feel like the rings. I don't know. In in a way, it's made me feel more myself yeah and more kind of you know i feel you're like expressing my, my, a part of yeah, you yeah i feel are. like my personality is best described as sensitive alpha <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? like i, like I feel accurate. like i i don't know and i just i i just like them i've always liked silver and turquoise and i just uh it's you know i i got a ring for every year i've been sober you know so. oh you do yeah I, I found that out just randomly like kind of looking at my stuff you know um that's but they're right. also from eBay. You know, uh, so it's not like you I, see, on, um, I see people with rings like this is my grandfather's from World War II. I'm like, oh, I got this on eBay. So. eBay bidding. But yeah. I love $50. eBay because you are still getting things from a lot of different people all over yeah. the country and yeah. the world. And yeah. I think it's really fun to just that, that we can yeah. just trade stuff. And and it's cool because I have each ring like reminds me of some part of my life when I got it. Just like my tattoos. Some of them don't have meaning. They're more meaningful for the time period of my life than yeah. what it is. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. I have one last question for you. Sure. Um, if, uh, so if I think there are probably people listening to us that have, that are holding back a part of themselves and it's maybe making them act like a dickhead to the rest of the world. Right. I think it's a common thing. Absolutely. And so 
you've crossed that other side right. of allowing yourself to be you. And mm-hmm. so what would you say to the, if to people listening that are kind of, they know they're suppressing themselves and they're in so much deep denial that they can't even see that they're being an asshole and they're not Man. being themselves. Uh, like what's in, a good thing about being on this side of it or indulge it. Yeah. Uh, feed it, whatever it is. Uh, give it lots of love and attention. Hmm. Write about it. Journaling has helped me out a ton. Finding oh, cool. someone to talk to. Finding music that speaks to you and allowing yourself to feel. Because mm. uh, you're only hurting yourself. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're blocking the progress of making yourself be fully formed. And you're actually living a spiritually and emotionally deformed life. Mm. So you might as well, you know, we all got garbage. We all got trash inside. We got to pull it out and recycle. You know, I love you, so Ian. Ian. <laughs> You're so fucking funny. Um, oh, thanks. And then, if you found a, a trans woman that you loved and wanted to date, would you bring her home to your mother today? Yeah, nice. yeah. My mom's totally cool with it too. This is great. Yeah, yeah. Yay. I'll tell my Such mom. Progress. I was like, oh, is it the girl? She goes, born girl or one of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> She's the best, man. That's awesome. I mean, I think it's just so much more forward than yes, so many people. For sure. And, and we get it. We understand context. And my mom would love whoever came into my life as long as she could make them a meal and cover them with a blanket at her house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean? Gail would take care of them, you know? Yeah, that's so, right. I, I really appreciate y'all having me on the uh, podcast. It was so you? nice to talk I'm to glad you that I, after relentlessly asking you for your years and years, well, you know, now I think you know why. Yeah. Well, Makes no, sense. I mean, no, I, right. I knew why you weren't, but yeah. then I was just like, I remember we'd say at diners and I'm no. like, I have these things inside of me. I just can't get them out. No, <laughs> you know? I People would always be like, Hey man, you're, you're such a good, kind person. I'm like, you don't know the real me. I'm a monster. <laughs> you know? yeah, but it's been yeah. nice to watch like kind of like the freedom, like your personality has, has you know, changed. You do feel like just more free yeah. in this past year. And yeah. so it's good. It's yeah, nice. It's great. Well, I, I appreciate that. Thank yeah, you. Of course. Yeah. Where can we find you and where can other people find I mean I know personally where to find you but like where can people find you on the internet oh my goodness please go to my website ianfinance.com uh, on twitter I'm at ianfinance my instagram is at ianimal I-A-N-I-M-A-L I post there a lot I get put a lot of stuff I usually put my shows on there I perform in the city Every night I'm hitting the road in, in uh, January. I'll be in Chicago, Denver, and uh, doing a little nice. Atlanta run. Yeah, yeah, I'm oh, excited. Cool. Yeah. Lots of listeners over there. Yeah, if you uh, want to, we know a lot of you. We've hopefully inspired you to watch some live comedy. Uh, Ian's one person that we definitely highly recommend seeing in oh, person if you, you so have much. the opportunity to do so. Guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been Guys We Fucked, the anti slut shaming podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Enjoy every sandwich. <laughs> Keep trying
season, give yourself the gift of a perfect fitting bra with Third Love. Third Love creates bras that are super comfortable and look great in sizes AA through G, as well as their exclusive half cup sizes. Go to thirdlove.com slash GWF now to get 15% off your Third Love purchase. That is thirdlove.com slash GWF.